Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. Boris Johnson has announced Plan B measures in England will end next Thursday. This morning, the Cabinet concluded that because of the extraordinary booster campaign, together with the way the public have responded to the Plan B measures, we can return to Plan A in England and allow Plan B regulations to expire. The announcement was made during PMQs today, which were dominated by calls for the Prime Minister to resign following the Partygate scandal. Tory MP David Davis was one of those calling for the PM to quit. I expect my leaders to shoulder the responsibility for the actions they take. Yesterday, He did the opposite of that. So I'll remind him of a quotation altogether too familiar to him of Leo Amory to Neville Chamberlain. You have sat there too long for all the good you have done. In the name of God, go. And the misery for Boris Johnson continues as a YouGov poll has put the Tories 32 points behind Labour in London. It's the biggest gap in a YouGov survey of the capital since 2010. So what now for Boris Johnson and what does this mean for the Conservative Party as a whole? The Evening Standard's political editor Nicholas Cecil joins me now. Nick, how significant are these poll results? They all know, the Conservative MPs, that things are not good, but that this will give them a quite detailed insight into the electoral mountain that they're facing at the moment. It's important to remember that in London, Labour is, is normally always ahead. So while 32 points sounds very big, it is very big. But, for example, last spring, Labour were 18 to 19 points ahead. But now the latest figures uh, from uh, the YouGov poll in the Standard today put the Conservatives on just 23% and Labour on 55%. YouGov um, number crunchers have worked out that this could mean that up to eight Conservative MPs could lose their seats if there was a general election now and the poll was basically reflective of the voting patterns. Now, losing eight MPs anywhere would be a blow, but how significant would it be to lose that many in the capital? Yes, well, if they lost eight MPs in the capital, they'd be left with just 13. Now, it's important to remember on this point that 
a number of these MPs who are in marginal seats in London are actually very good at fighting their seats. So even though the electoral maths looks very, very tricky for them, a number of them have survived for many years when they've really defied the political tide. And obviously these polls are carried out fairly regularly. Have they been shown to be reliable predictors of the public feeling? No, polls sometimes get things completely wrong. Uh, Sometimes they're spot on, so it varies. But what this poll tells you is that the Tories currently are in a bad place in London. 32 points, even if it's off by six, seven, eight points, it's still a huge Labour lead. We've got, in May, the local election coming up. And if Boris Johnson survives the coming days and coming weeks, that could be his most difficult moment, the local elections in May because this will be voters giving their verdict. So it's no poll, this is the real verdict for voters. At the moment, voters are very angry over the party gate scandal, the string of alleged parties in Downing Street, including one, uh, bring your own booze one, in May 2020 when Britain was in lockdown. Now, the Tories have actually lost one MP today. Christian Wakeford's defected to Labour. What do you make of that move? What was interesting is that people would assume that a defection from the Conservatives to Labour would be very bad news for Mr Johnson. It can have the opposite effect because no one at Westminster really likes a defector. And Mr Wakeford may find that out soon. Certainly the Tories will be very angry and some of his Labour colleagues may be a bit suspicious as well. So some Conservatives who were basically very unhappy with, with the Prime Minister may rally around him now because of the defection. And certainly Boris Johnson had a pretty good Prime Minister's questions today. He was quite fluent. He didn't look anywhere near as crestfallen as yesterday. And it all seemed to be going pretty well for him until at the very end, David Davis, who's a senior Tory MP, made a dramatic intervention and basically told the Prime Minister it was time for him to go. It's been reported today MPs are planning to submit votes of no confidence in the Prime Minister. With that and the Partygate scandal, is it now inevitable he'll resign or be voted out of power? No, it's not inevitable at all. Certainly the Tory party is very bitterly split on this. So there are a number of MPs who have submitted letters of no confidence. The exact number who have only one person knows, and that is Sir Graham Brady, who's chairman of the 1922 Committee of Backbench Tory MPs. Now, if anyone at Westminster, apart from him, tells you how many letters he has received, they're probably making it up because only he knows it and he's not going to tell anyone. He's got a very good track record of being extremely discreet. So some people suggest that as many as 30 letters have been submitted or possibly even more. For there to be a no-confidence vote in Mr Johnson, there'd have to be 54 letters submitted to trigger it. Now, 54 is quite a high bar, given that out of 360 or so Tory MPs, 150 of those are on the government payroll, so are very unlikely to rebel at the moment. Now, going back to this poll, how do you see the Conservatives bouncing back from this? How can they win back Londoners as well as people across the country? Well, Boris Johnson is doing that as we speak. So they brought forward fast-tracked plans to ditch Plan B. So the working from home guidance was dramatically dropped as of today. Compulsory mask wearing is being scaled back and will go uh, by next week. 
vaccine passports in some venues will go next week as well. So Mr Johnson is fighting back um, and he's certainly not giving up. He had a reasonably good Prime Minister's questions. Sir Keir Starmer failed to, to land any, any big punches. So it's, it's far from game over. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.